Welcome to Story Smack. This is Story Smack, a podcast about stories and storytellers in the world of pop culture. My name is A. Kovacs, audiobook narrator and founding partner at Empty Set Entertainment. And my name is Scott Sigler, genius billionaire, philanthropist, playboy. You aren't a billionaire. No, not yet. I also I also said philanthropist. Apparently I can't pronounce <laughs> philanthrop. Okay. Well, <laughs> so, so much for my clever Avengers themed tagline this week. Look, hey, it's been very, very busy these days around Empty Set Entertainment yes, and the yes. Lair of Doom. We have had a busy, busy, busy few months, as you guys might have noticed, because we have been missing some Story Smack. But mm-hmm. we are back now. Uh, today is episode 35 of Story Smack. And This one's a little inside baseball, a little bit introspective into what we do at Empty Set. Alrighty. Scott, of course, is a storyteller. As such, you've developed a dedicated following. Mm -hmm. When storytellers have a dedicated following, sometimes they have fan festivals. And that's what we're going to talk about today. Our own fan festival, Sigler Fest. Sigler Fest 2K18, our eighth annual Sigler Fest. And what a freaking party it's going to be. Oh, I'm sure. Sing, for, I'll get the details out of the way first. Okay, first okay. thing, Singlerfest 2K18 will be October 4th, 5th, and 6th at the South Point Hotel and Casino in Las Vegas, Nevada. Registration is now open, by the way. After hearing us blab about it on this cast, if you want to attend, if you just can't wait, head on over to scottsigler.com slash Singlerfest. Today, we're going to talk about what it makes what it takes to make a good okay. fan festival, mm-hmm. what creators can do to show appreciation to their fans, and how it feels to have people travel from all over the world to share in our unique culture. So let's start Let's start the story in the beginning. As they say in storytelling, start at the beginning. Uh, let's see. The first Sigler Fest was 2011. It was a one-day event. We held that before the Balticon Science Fiction Convention in Baltimore, Maryland, and Sigler Fest was your idea. I was hoping you could tell the peoples your vision for that first event. Uh, sure. Um, I had been an event planner for a while before we started to work together, and I had worked with a handful of nonprofits that are sort of casually known as figurehead charities. And that is not a derogatory term. That means like the Lance Armstrong, the Livestrong Foundation is was a foundation that Lance Armstrong really championed. And mm-hmm. and so he was a big part of the draw. Okay. And uh, I knew from doing that for years that the most well-received interactions at conventions like that for a figurehead charity were the ones where folks just got to hang out and do normal, regular things mm-hmm. with, that, with that figurehead, with that person that they admired so much they came all the way just to the get, convention. Just get some FaceTime with he or she. Yeah. And, you know, there were, there were panels, you know, taught, like, obviously if there was a Livestrong uh, festival, I'm sure there would be panels where they talked about cancer research and all that other stuff. But, but, you know, there's also like a barbecue, I don't know, barbecue with Lance Armstrong or something mm-hmm. like that. Mm-hmm. And those were the things that would sell out fastest, that would go for the most in a charity auction, things like that. And when I considered that and then saw people interact with you at Dragon Con or San Diego Comic-Con where you, you did panels and stuff, but it was really truly the thing that people remembered forever and talked about year after year was actually the after hours hanging out in the bar mm-hmm. or whatever. And so I thought we could combine the best of both of those things and we could give everybody what they wanted, which was a way to hang out and then make a whole con that was mostly just... I guess I never really looked at it that way because for all the book tours that we have done, and there have been many, uh, many cities, hundreds at this point, I guess, um, we, one of our trademarks 
is go do the thing at the bookstore or wherever. And then everybody's coming to the bar with me. Let's go all hang out. And that's what you're talking about. That was, was that part of your saying, Hey, we could do something like this on a organized. And then, you know, when we did the, um, one of the very first things we did when we started working together was that very long rookie tailgate tour. It mm-hmm. was 24 cities and um, we did it in 27 days. And in every town where you had people who had been interacting with you, that was 2009 we did the rookie tailgate tour. Okay. And you first came on the air in 2005. Yep. So you had people inter- had been interacting with you for years at that point. And so they would find out you were coming to their town or near their town or something like that. And they would email and say dude, when you're in town, let me take you to this great restaurant. Please let me mm-hmm. do this. Please let me do mm-hmm. that. They wanted to share fun, cool things with somebody who they admired or somebody they thought would be fun to hang out with, I think is the best way to put that. And we just didn't have the time. We were literally either sleeping, driving, uh, gigging, or sleeping or driving. Or, like, for a month. Yeah, and I, I, know, I know what that feels like as a fan too, because we have people come to San Diego. People would come to San Francisco, some of my favorite authors, people I was lucky enough to get to know through writing. And I'd be like, hey, if there's anything you need, we're out, we're, we're, I'm right here. And I, that's kind of the same sentiment that's echoed by people all over the country and the world. And it's totally reasonable. These are things that bring me joy in my life. Your writing brings me joy. I can give back to you by sharing this wonderful thing with you. Mm -hmm. And so that is, since that is so difficult to do when you're on a schedule like that, uh, we reached out to the organization at Balticon and Johnette Butler, who ran it then, was very accommodating, was very willing to help share that. uh, It helped that she was a fan of your writing and knew you. Mm -hmm. And allowed us to kind of, as long as it didn't impact their programming, which it didn't, right. uh, allowed us to kind of tag on uh, just for proof of content. It was the, it was the day before. It was the day time, before, right? yeah. And we had to clear out of that, the room that we were in, we had to clear out of, um, I think by 6 p.m. it was, because mm-hmm. because Balticon were so cool. They were they were willing to shift their setup for that room to later in the evening and just rearrange the schedule and set up other things because that was their setup day. Okay. To give us time to do that, which was great. And it was so, so analog in so many ways, that very first one. We did registration, I think, just by email. Like, you had to send money to a PayPal address. Mm -hmm. We had T-shirts, but we didn't... Like, we played a Jeopardy game that I made with paper. Yeah. And the first Jeopardy was interesting. Yeah. It was a really, really interesting proof of concept. And one of the biggest things that I got out of that first one was... Give the people what they want, right? You hear that all the time. I believe that more is more and give the people what they want because I think there were like 30 of us or something there. Yeah, I think there was about 30 people. Uh, And honestly, that I remember that. I have terrible memory, as you guys may know. Mm -hmm. Way back when, in the 2011, it was 30 people showing up and I was blown away. I'm like, I can't believe this many people would show up, even though... It was, some of them were already there and some of them just, just come a day early, but it was a regional con and we had 30 people show up to hang out with us for a day. Yeah. And you were blown away and I'm not so sure that you should have been because knowing your, it's several things, knowing how much at that point, how many books you'd sold, how far mm-hmm. reaching the podcast was and the amount of emails that we got from people who were really just interacting on a day-to-day basis with you in, you know, and, and in 2009, maybe social media was a little less robust it, was, it definitely was. Yeah. So there were a lot more emails. And so I was not surprised at all. Again, we kind of backed, we, we backed our own play by tagging on to Balticon and things like that. Mm-hmm. So that was our proof of concept. And it was, I believe a big, great, big success. Um, and but, I, you know, looking back, a few other people do fan festivals, their individual fan festivals, uh, 
And not a lot of people who are at my level of book sales, you know, not, not way high up, not too far down, kind of midlist, what have you. But really it was the podcast that drove that. It was yeah. people hearing my voice every week. Uh, and we've talked about this on podcasts in the past, but when you hear a human voice every week and they're doing something that you dig, like, Hey, tell me a story. And you spend a half an hour to an hour with me every week. If you're binging a few hours, you start to develop somewhere in your brain. You think, I know this person, this person is surface level friend of mine, but still a friend of mine. It, it's sort of the podcast helped transcend. This isn't just someone's books that I read. I sort of know this guy and want to know more about this guy. Yeah. I think it's that last one. And I think that got people invested. Like I said, with social media, a little younger back then, mm -hmm. the, pot, the website was, and the forums on the website were a lot more active. Now I think Facebook has taken over totally, a lot of that. Totally. But, but back in the day, that wasn't the case. We didn't have groups and we didn't have things like that. And we basically, people, I think we had a social media site before Facebook was anything, if not before Facebook, but definitely when Facebook was like almost nothing, I think. Yeah. And I think we find, uh, we did a little bit of looking into this and I think we found this for lots of websites like ours where now people can go log into Facebook and mm -hmm. take care of their Scott Sigler fandom and their, uh, you know, their Jim Carrey fandom and their, you know, I love oranges fandom or whatever. And yeah, the, uh, all the, in the one spot. The creators can do the same thing. It's now it's now it's absolutely effortless to, Hey, I'm going to go start a group, a fan group page on Facebook for my diehard fans. And boom, you have hundreds of thousands of people there way back when that wasn't available. We actually had to make a site that was pretty robust and pretty complicated with forums and chat, chat group and all this other stuff that, and the podcast kind of drove that first year turnout. But that's one of those things. I mean, the, I still have friends from the very first BBS I was on ages ago because mm -hmm. you, you were sort of in the trenches together. And I think that that was a lot of the people who came to two, the, the very first Sigler Fest were th those people. They sort of already knew you and were surface level friends with you, but they also were friends with each other in that same capacity from the website. So mm -hmm. we did it in 2011 and it went well. And then we decided we'd do it again in 2012. And that you didn't do it in 2012 and you didn't want to roll off of Balticon. You wanted to take it to Vegas mm -hmm. for our, our own thing. And again, for the second Sigler Fest in a row, I did not think it would work. <laughs> yeah. And, you know, it, it wasn't so much that I didn't want to continue to draft off of Balticon. It was always a proof of concept. But you don't start something called Sigler Fest and then do it once. You know? <laughs> so for me, it was, I need to know that this is viable before I invest and stand alone. And again, I'll just say it one more time. I can't thank Balticon and Jonette enough for having done yeah. that for us um, because we got to prove what we needed to prove to ourselves to invest in this and mm -hmm. moved it to Las Vegas. Um, and it did work. It got a little bit bigger and it is super nerve wracking to launch a brand new event in a brand new place. Um, and remember that we now no longer had Balticon to, to draft off of, but it really worked out. And we have an unfair advantage too. We, you did this on a professional basis for many years. So you had all this experience, including experience in Vegas, putting on events, organizing things. That's not something a lot of authors themselves can do or their immediate circle. So once again, recruiting you into the company <laughs> has proven to be very beneficial. So it's see, it is, uh, it's been in Las Vegas ever since again, it will be this year director of doom. Let's talk about Las Vegas. We get a lot of, not a lot of flack, a lot of, Hey, bring Sigler fest to this side of the country or bring Sigler fest to Europe, which we would absolutely love to do a European Sigler fest, but Las Vegas seems prime for this type of event. Tell us why. Yeah. It's a, uh... I totally understand why people ask. It's so much, if you think about just you, do I want to go to this convention, you mm -hmm. know, yourself and your bag 
from wherever you are to wherever it is. Mm-hmm. You have to maybe arrange for somebody to look after your cat. That that sort of concept of what it takes to get to Siglerfest feels like it should be the same for everybody. But in fact, we very specifically choose Las Vegas and it will always, always, mm-hmm. always be in Las Vegas for several reasons. The first of which is um, Las Vegas is one day, less than one day's drive away from San Diego, which is where Empty Set is based. True. We have, roughly speaking, about 3,000 pounds worth of stuff we drag back and forth with us. <laughs> okay. And... Uh, Shipping, if anybody's ever shipped a heavy package, if anybody living in Europe is listening to this and knows that it is a $23 shipping charge to ship one one pound book, book, book. uh, that is a huge rate limiter. And a big part of SiglerFest is we bring quite a lot of Sigler kinds of gear. Siglerism to the, we bring t-shirts for sale. We bring uh, swag bags for the convention. We bring what I call the Hall of Fame, which Mm -hmm. is... Uh, you know, a decade's worth of fan art and contributions and original books and foreign editions and things like right. that. Right. Rare stuff that you can't, things that we only have one copy of right. come with that us. Only one, one exists in the whole world. And those are, uh, you know, we have <clears throat> an ancestor that's a foot long and made out of ceramic. It's very fragile and kind of heavy. Mm-hmm. And we have the... Um, the trophy that was on the cover of the MVP, yeah. which is also heavy and fragile. And those things simply, I couldn't, I, I couldn't just ship them. I couldn't pack them and ship them the way I drive them myself to Las Vegas. I sure. would have to put them in giant crates. So I already have 3000 pounds worth of stuff. And then I would have to create it all for shipping. So if we were going to go somewhere else, it would cost us a fortune. We'd have to raise rates quite a bit. And if we didn't bring that stuff, it would not be, it, it would, would be not be, it wouldn't be yeah. as cool of a Sigler Fest. And, and I certainly, like we still, like we started touring in Europe last year for this reason, we're trying to kind of bridge the gap. And I know people kind of understand this sort of intellectually, but mm-hmm giving you a little more information. So there's that. Plus there's uh, Las Vegas is a whole city designed for entertaining the whole world and making it easy to get to and inexpensive to get to, reasonably okay. inexpensive to get to. And I know that's not true for everybody. And there's a shit ton to do there that has nothing to do with us. Yeah. So it'll always be in Las Vegas. We're moving to a new hotel this year and okay. hopefully that'll be our home for a few years. But um the there is zero chance unless somebody wants to foot that whole bill because it will price most people yes. out of going. We also try real, real hard to keep our registration reasonably priced. Um, we do work hard on that. Yeah. yeah. And so what is it this year? It's seventy dollars. Seventy dollars. What a bargain! Includes, yeah, it includes a whole bunch of stuff. This year we've added a special Thursday night event that we're not yet talking about. Um, yep. And, but we'll, we will soon. Um, and it, it covers that. It covers the pizza and bowling that we do. It covers karaoke. It covers a whole bunch of stuff that, uh, you know, otherwise you'd Pretty get much everything, and, everything, but food, right? Well, food and food and, and hotel. Yeah. Yeah. And, uh, and if anybody, we never leave the venue. So if you're not doing what's on the schedule, you're welcome. There, Vegas is full of things to do and mm-hmm. we never leave the venue. You'll never go, you know, with three or four junkies to go do something like that. But yes, it keeps your cost to getting to Vegas and being entertained as low as possible. You know what we're going to do? Uh, we're actually, this is, we're recording this on a Thursday. Mm-hmm. These, this will come out on a Friday. And uh, this Friday, what's today? April, what? 20, um, look it up real quick for me. But 26th. This is 26th. So this comes out April 27th, this episode. Mm-hmm. At the end of this episode, we're going to tell everybody what the theme for Sigler Fest oh, 2K18 is because we're oh. announcing it abroad and wide uh, on that same Friday. So 
it's going to be in Vegas. Vegas provides an enormous amount of bonuses to us that no place else will provide. So hopefully people will come out. Now, you people listening, and by you people, I do mean you people. If you have been to a Sigler Fest, you know the zaniness of the whole thing. Director of Doom, another question for you, a softball, if you will. For those who have not attended a Sigler Fest, give us an idea of what happens during those three days of fury. In the climate-ravaged world of 2072, the city of Pura stands as a miraculous green haven. Pura is a geoengineered paradise that protects its fortunate residents from the global catastrophes of heat domes, fires, floods, and droughts. In a time when the world outside is unsafe, it's vital for Pura's existence that people rally behind the purpose of the city, and Demetria Lopez, head of the city's public relations, tirelessly promotes its idyllic image. But when she stumbles on a dark secret that, if exposed, would be the downfall of Pura's existence, she must decide who and what she's willing to protect. From Wondery, the makers of Academy and Dr. Death, The Last City stars actors Ray Seahorn, Jeannie Tirado, and Maury Sterling. Follow The Last City on the Wondery app or wherever you get your podcasts. You can binge all episodes of The Last City early and ad-free right now by joining Wondery+. Plus. island in frigid lake superior a fabricated creature birthed from the mind of a disturbed genius stalks the very people who created it ancestor by number one new york times best-selling author scott sigler is a classic tale of science gone horribly wrong available wherever you get your podcasts Oh, goodness gracious. So I'm going to give you people, uh, and by which I mean you people, a uh, high-level <laughs> overview uh, okay. with a few um, real-world examples from previous Sigler Fest kicked in. So normally we have everybody show up on a Thursday night. Up until this year, that has been an optional Thursday night because all we do is get there, have a happy hour where you pick up your badge and stuff like that and mm-hmm. have a drink. Mm-hmm. And then we go to dinner. You know, we pair off in groups and go to dinner and then go to a midnight movie. Mm-hmm. All go together to a midnight movie. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And, uh, and that's actually off the table for this year because there's some there's a reception. That we we'll have, have We have a thing. Planned. We have a thing. So that's Thursday and that's all that's happening Thursday. And then Friday and Saturday from a r- roughly speaking 9 or 9.30 or 10 a.m. Mm-hmm. to roughly speaking 4 p.m. Mm-hmm. We do a con- Which conference we, program. We call that um, time shift the hangover coefficient, I believe. That is the proper term. <laughs> for it. Yeah. So we do programming and programming sounds super duper official. If you've ever been to any conference, any academic conference, if you've ever been to any fan convention, Mm -hmm. you know what programming means there. Our programming is similar. It's a little (laughs) different though. We uh, have um, programs Programming things like a few years ago, we did something called human experimentation. Oh, yes. Where only lost two people. That was great. <laughs> where I made uh, every, I mean, well, not made, I, you didn't have to do it, but people could try there's a miracle berry pill thing. And if you eat it, it makes sour things taste sweet. Mm-hmm. And so we had those for anybody who wanted to try it. There were blindfolds. There were blindfolds, yeah. And then we had people have to try like peanut butter and jelly soda and try and identify it while they were blindfolded. Terrible things like that. Mm-hmm. But we did stuff like that. We do 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 traditional things like we have you read from works in progress. Yeah, there's almost always two, if not more, uh, I, I read works in progress or works that are recently finished on the way to publication. And the people at Sigler Fest get to be the first people ever 
to have heard that fiction outside of our business. So that's always a nice, fun thing. Right. And one of our compatriots, Big John Vizcara, he's, we call him our continuity czar here at Empty Set. He creates um, a couple of games, a kind of a Jeopardy-like game, which is now digital, thank goodness. Mm-hmm. Also, FYI, if you come to Sigma Fest, you will see me screw that up every year. <laughs> I screw up the digital reveal at Sigma Jeopardy. I believe I've done it every single year. We are both tech cards. Yeah. It's amazing we've oh, gotten called, this far. It's called Junkie Jeopardy. It's Junkie Jeopardy. It's, it's amazing we've gotten yeah. this far considering we can barely plug in a computer. In a, well, we're I in can a tech plug based. in a computer. I cannot work Jeopardy on mine. Though. I just can't. Uh, <laughs> I was trying to drag you down to my level, but that's okay. You, you go ahead and you rise, girl. You rise. And then we have sometimes we talk about um, people are always curious about what's happening. So there's, <clears throat> there's certainly... Updates about your writing, your career, our stuff going on in Hollywood, things like that, that we share real Mm -hmm. programming. And then there's just traditionally like fun stuff. We have, we're uh, here at Empty Set, we believe in, it's super important to add goodness to the world by making cool stuff for cool people. That's right. And so we make it a point to celebrate uh, every year we have a moment where we have a champagne toast and celebrate with cake and anybody who has something that they're proud of uh, can share. And we had, we've had some momentous occasions. We've had a wedding proposal, yeah. a first anniversary of the people who got married from that wedding proposal at the following uh, Sigler Fest. We've mm-hmm. had birth announcements. Well, and that couple who, who baptisms, got, yeah, who got engaged at Sigler Fest uh, the year before actually uh-huh. planned their wedding so that Sigler Fest would be the start of their honeymoon. Oh, that's great. This past year. <laughs> Yeah, Dan and Jen are lovely, lovely people and yeah. did that. And that's, that's, that's one of those overwhelming things as a creator. Like, let me get this straight. We're throwing this big party with all the fans and that's where you're kicking off your honeymoon. It means that much to you. <laughs> Stuff like that is just amazing. Yeah. So we certainly celebrate the good things. And that's a big, big part for me of a fan event mm-hmm. that is this specific. If it, you know, I go to Dragon Con to see lots of friends, to, to hear some cool new science, stuff like that. This is so, so specifically Siglerism and Sigler and you Mm -hmm. that I don't think that anybody, including you or me, who do actually do this job all day long, I don't think anybody would want to actually sit and listen to programming about your job for two days. So we kind of make it about... Uh, and it works super duper well. We kind of make it about everybody in the room. Right? Yeah. We celebrate, we laugh. There's uh, people in the back of the room, not that I can condone this since I'm the one who signed the hotel contract, but there are people in the back of the room who build a beer can. The beer pyramid. Pyramid uh, <laughs> over the course of two We had stand up last. We had a, a junkie come and do a stand up, like 20, do, 15, yeah. 10, 15 minutes of stand up. Yeah, which is we great. have, we really yeah. try and um, we try and get people who attend to be part of the programming. So different people will be playing the different games. We do live recordings. We do, it's just, we really, we bend over backwards to try and make sure that everybody coming gets a chance to not only get FaceTime with us, but also gets to be part of the show as right. much as possible, be and a little part of the show. We, I think I, I just mentioned this a little earlier, but we make it very clear that once you arrive at that hotel on the Thursday or whenever it opens, you are not leaving that hotel until you, you, we leave to come home to San Diego. So you're always... You well, you meaning me, not them. Yes, yeah, sorry. Yeah. You meaning you, Scott Sigler. Yes. So that then in the evenings, even though you and I are... I mean, I hate to actually phrase it like this, but technically you and I are working that whole weekend. <laughs> yeah, we um, are. <laughs> it's exhausting. It <laughs> is on, super exhausting. I'm on, uh, I'm on camera, so to speak, 
uh, all but the six hours or so of sleep that I get. It's 24, it's pretty much 24 seven event, but that's what people are, people are coming for that. Like they're coming from all over the world. As are we, as are we. To be fair, this is something we look forward to just the same way everybody else does. Oh yeah, you kidding? It's great. But it is, you know, like I think this year it'll start at 6 p.m. on Thursday and it'll... If, if it's like every other year, it'll go until around 2 a.m. on Friday, and then it'll start again at 9 a.m., and then it'll go really late. But uh, Thursday night, we have a special reception, and then Friday night, we have um, uh, bowling, yep. which comes with like Bowling's a party. tradition, usually a costume party for bowling, too. Yep. There's a costume contest that goes on. Last year, the winner, which we don't choose the winners, but last year, the costume contest was anything you want to do. Lots of people dressed up as characters from the Singlerverse. Yeah, and, tons. And Beth, the fantastic woman who won, <laughs> went dressed up like me. <laughs> I actually uh, I actually went up to her to ask her a question thinking it was you. I'm on my phone and distracted and I go, and I go oh, that's not, wait, that's not A. So it was but a very good costume. Great. It's a very good costume, <laughs> yeah. yes. It was a great costume. So we'll do that again this year, bowling uh, and pizza and uh, beer and sodas and whatever. And then uh, costume contest that night. Program, programming on Saturday, and then Saturday night is karaoke. Which gets completely out of hand. Now, I have to take a minute and say this. I would say right now we have about, we always have about um, 15% attrition rate from people who register. So I mm-hmm. assume that we're going to get maybe 140 or so registrations okay. this year. We'll probably have about 125 people come. Mm-hmm. Um I would guess that half of those, traditionally half or more, not only don't sing karaoke, but would refuse to sing karaoke. Sure. So there is one rule at Siglerfest, and that is that you, well, there's two technically. The first one is you have to clap for anybody who, you have to cheer anybody on who is singing at karaoke, and mm-hmm. you cannot force anyone to sing by any stretch, any reason, right. whatever. Right. Because... This is the coolest thing I do all year. Karaoke at Ziegler Fest is so much fun and it's full of introverts who would never get up and sing, who still have the time of their lives. Yeah. Um, Yep. You know, sitting there at the table, completely present in a room they wouldn't be in if they weren't there for us, right? If they weren't there for Ziegler Fest. Yes. I know a lot. We we make that that feeling very well known. You are not required to do anything. You're all welcome to come. If you want to sit and be a bump on the wall, we love you anyways. Come hang out. But that's the reason I'm bringing it up. Not not to reinforce that you can't make anybody sing, but to point out that that that's a safe environment Mm -hmm. in this really weird way that is what Siglerfest is all about. Yeah. Before there was the concept of a safe space, I guess. This is a Safe, welcoming, warm environment. There's no political talk. We don't get it. It's just fun. It's it's a well, it's a fun thing. Well, not only that, I am not going to take you out of your comfort zone. I want you to be happy and healthy mm-hmm. and enjoying yourself. And I'm not going to be like today is the day that you have to sing. I'm a believer. You forgot. There's a third rule to karaoke. Well, I, we only have two rules at Siglerfest. That was one of them. What the, are you saying mm-hmm. that the the second rule at karaoke is that everybody sings with the FDO? No, no, <laughs> God, no. Else? I was going to say general rule of Siglerfest: no baby goats. Oh, we have had, uh, we've had management come to our event and ask if we had a baby goat in the room, but that's another story. We'll, we'll save that. You have to come to Sigler Fest to hear what that's yeah. all about. And then the, the last real Sigler oh. Fest is that it is technically an extension of our business. So it is our house, which means our house. you have to follow those rules. You yes. have to come to have a good time. Cannot force anybody to do something that they don't want to do. Yes. And, um, and if you're being inadvertently rude, cause you're having such a good time. One of us will quietly pull you aside and say, "Hey, you know which which happened." It's just I mean, Scott, because Christ, have to that tell was me. We do that every year with you, and, <laughs> and say you've gotten a little bit out of. That's hand, kind of been to tell everybody. That's been my whole. Ass. That's been my whole life. Where like I'm having a great time having a ball, and somebody's like, 
dude, you're getting just a little bit out of hand. Can you dial it back a couple notches? And then I know, so we, uh, we, but it is our house and our rules and you're not going to talk about your negative crap at Sigler Fest. So as we said, the event has grown last year. We had well over hundred people who hung out with us for the weekend. Uh, the thing is director of doom, the other super interesting part of Sigler Fest, uh, is those people aren't there just to see us. You've said a few times, if we didn't, you said a few times to me, if we didn't have Sigler Fest, if we didn't have it this year, you think 50 or more people would still go to Vegas to hang out with each other. For sure. I think that uh, this, certainly we create, we dragged Sigler Fest into reality, Mm -hmm. but it isn't. It isn't us that makes Segler Fest what it is, or it isn't just it's alive. us. Alive, it it matters to people in different ways um, than it matters to us, and that's mm-hmm. exactly what it should be. And I think just as much as as if we weren't there, people would be like, "Well, I mean, I have that weekend free anyway. Why don't we just get together? Because I haven't seen you all year, and I'm right. hanging out with you." Because people chat and talk to each other throughout the year, not just at Segler Fest. These are people have made long term friendships out of exactly, this. yeah. And I think that. Uh, also the fact that some of these people grace us with their presence. And I genuinely mean that. Not, mm-hmm. uh, they really do. They spend their quality time, their vacation time, and they come and hang out with us. And it makes uh, the whole event irreplaceable, I think. Yeah, it yeah. totally it totally does. Now, I might be biased, but this sounds like a good time to me. And it's not just something we do here in the world of Siglerism. Pierce Brown, the author of Red Rising, just did a one-day fan event, Howler Fest, mm-hmm. in Los Angeles. I know Jeremy Robinson started his Robinson Fest in 2015. And uh, you've been to a fan festival for another creator, uh, the guy who plays Arrow, right? Uh, Stephen Amell. Stephen Amell. Of, yeah. yeah. Last year I went to, he runs a winery in Walla Walla, Washington. And mm-hmm. he, he has a, essentially a launch party for the for the wines that are being released this year. And he it was just this past weekend. Uh, this year's event was just this past weekend. I didn't go. But last year, my BFF and I went for the weekend. And there's an, it's a similar sort of thing because we... The, we went to Walla Walla, Washington, which is teeny, teeny, tiny, mm-hmm. and probably spent two minutes with Stephen Amell, who mm-hmm. plays Arrow, if that, and had the best time ever. And I think that there are some people who maybe come to Vegas or go to Robinson Fest, and Robinson Fest seems like it's a lot more outdoorsy than mm-hmm. what we do, mm-hmm. but literally probably come be amongst peers that they, they sort of are predisposed, like, oh, you're a lot like me, get a little FaceTime with somebody that they really, you know, they like their writing or whatever and have a grand old time anyway. And that's, mm-hmm. uh, I think a charming, it, the, the idea that it doesn't, I love the idea that fandom and fan festivals can be just like geek flags. Like you let your geek, whatever your yeah, flag is, yeah. just let that fly. And it's okay if you're, you know, however you approach. It's a bonding thing. It's a lot like when you are not in your hometown but wearing a football jersey from your hometown. And like I see that in San Diego all the time. Walking mm-hmm. down the street, sup Lions fan. It's an right. immediate, everybody waves and says, hi, there may be a conversation, maybe not. But fandom is like that. If you're going to this event, you know you have a lot in common with the people who are there just on the content of what you consume alone. So that's pretty cool. And I do think the size of, I know Robinson Fest is is quite a lot smaller, um, mm-hmm. and which is I think also a logistics thing. And uh, Sigler Fest is even at 150 people or so is still a pretty small it's event. It's a real small event, Because yeah. we spend so much time to get all of us together mm-hmm. um, that, uh, yeah, it's a special, fun departure from, I got to pick up the kids or I do laundry on Tuesday. Yeah, it's or a party. All that stuff. It's a party. Yeah. Some people bring their kids to Sigler Fest and that's mm-hmm. fine too. There's a ton of cons uh, and those creators like me 
get to meet a lot of fans at, you know, um, Dragon Con and Comic Con, etc. But these one creator love fests are really, really, they're special. They're different. So if you are still listening to the podcast at this point, as A and I have gone on about Siglifest for 30 minutes and you are interested in coming, the info about the event and registration is at scottsigler.com slash Siglerfest. Director of Doom, we also have difficulties from year to year getting people signed up. Perhaps you could throw out a couple of tips to help it go smooth for people. Yeah, I have a top five or so, I will tell you. First things first, you go to scottsigler.com slash siglerfest. You register using that PayPal button that's on there. And the two things I need, which never come out quite right, if it's your first mm-hmm. time or might not come out quite right, is I need your t-shirt size. Yes. And I need, or three things, I guess. I need your t-shirt size. I need an email address that you actually check. I and the t-shirt, your, t-shirt's part of the registration view. Part Get of the that's registration, part of it. Okay. Yeah. So you need an email address that they actually check. That they actually check. I don't want your PayPal slash Amazon slash wish.com. You never check it unless you're missing a package. I don't want that email address. I want an email address where I can reach out to you. Mm-hmm. Because we add cool stuff whatever we can. And a lot of times I need information from these attendees to do that. And then the third thing is, um, hold that thought. And we don't do anything with these email addresses, but register. So I know a lot of people have a throwaway email address so they don't get caught up in spam lists or whatever. We don't even add these email addresses to our newsletter. There's nothing. So use one you answer all the time. And then what was the third thing? Um, now I forgot. Gosh darn it. <laughs> but that's okay. It'll come up. But I have a few other top, top okay. 10 things, top five, 10, 10, 10 things. If you are thinking about, oh God, I'd love to do this, but my wife would kill me. My husband will kill me. They're not the junkies, that the junkie that I am. We have a quite a lot of people who register and come to Siglerfest, but but bring their family to Las mm-hmm. Vegas and their family. If it's the whole family, the family goes out, you know, maybe has dinner together. Maybe you miss a little programming to go right. to the top of the Eiffel Tower or whatever. But your family would be welcome at our evening events. They could come to bowling. They could come to uh, karaoke. They could come to the Thursday night event. So it kind of, we're, you know, we keep families together, I feel yeah. like. And yeah. we help. It. We have a lot of people who do that. Bring the family and some of the family doesn't go to the events but usually come for bowling, like you say, karaoke. That's why karaoke always swells up to such enormous yeah. proportions because everybody comes to that. Um, and then I think the other thing that I would say is plan this year, especially plan to come on Thursday yes. night um, by be ready. And this is a change. Yeah. This is a change. A lot of the diehards get there Thursday so they can all, t- so we have like 40 people who get there before we do and they're hanging out together and doing their own thing. And then we have usually half the people are there by Thursday night and the rest come for Friday. We can't tell you what it is yet, but I guarantee you, this will be something you want to be there for by Thursday. You want to be there by like Thursday at five. And the last tip that I'll say is I um, always suggest that people stay at the Siglerfest Hotel if they can. There is zero requirement for them to stay where we host the event. They can come. It's free parking. They can ride over from wherever they are. Um, But if you stay, you're more likely to still be up at 2 a.m. when we're at one of the bars yeah. in, the, in the casino, just hanging out and having a huge debate. Like we did this second year it was in Las Vegas. We had like an hour long debate about who was the baddest ass in the hundred acre wood. That's right. That's and, right. Uh, that was an intense and fun and cool conversation. Obviously not part of the programming. One of the favorite things I ever got to witness at like 2 a.m. on a Friday night. <laughs> And uh, we also, A has negotiated a discount rate with the hotel. That information is at scottsegler.com slash Siglerfest. There's a yeah. code there. Is that There's correct? There's a code. It's, I think it's uh, SIG1004. But if you go there, you'll get the link to, and it'll already be right. populated and everything. And that, just like every hotel everywhere in the world, group rates expire in the few weeks before the mm-hmm. event itself. This one re- 
uh, expires 21 days before Sigler Fest begins. So if you're if you're waffling, go ahead and make your room reservation if right. you can, because you can cancel it after. But I have absolutely no pull or power to get you the group rate once it expires. And that's another reason we always have it in Vegas, because the flights are cheaper to Vegas than they are to anywhere else. And we get yeah. deals in the hotel room, so it makes it great for everybody. So maybe we will see you in person on October 4th, 5th, and 6th in Las Vegas. If you come to a Sigler, if you've already come to a Sigler Fest, do come again. We want you back. If you haven't and you dig my work, trust me when I say this will be the highlight of your year, <laughs> assuming you haven't given birth to any children. Outside and of you're that, not getting married. And you're, well, it's probably a little bit above marriage, I think. Okay. It's if a little you're not bit more important. a puppy. If the, okay, if you're not having a child with or without fur, then this will be your highlight of the year. We hope you have enjoyed episode 35 of Story Smack. You can find Scott and I online. Scott is at Scott Sigler at Twitter and Instagram, and his Facebook page is facebook.com slash Scott Sigler. I am at a real girl on Twitter and at a.real.girl on Instagram. You can find us online at facebook.com slash storiesmack. We'd love to see your comments over there. You can find us on iTunes. Search for Scott Sigler Audiobooks and subscribe. You'll get a free unabridged audiobook episode every Sunday. We hope you subscribe to Scott Sigler Audiobooks so that you can have more Story Smack goodness in the future. Oh, wait, we have a new thing there. You can go to scottsigler.com slash subscribe. And now we're available on Stitcher, on TuneIn, um, on iHeartRadio, on iTunes, and uh, one or two more. So now just go there. So until the next episode, we will talk to you all. Oh, wait, <laughs> wait, wait. There's one more thing. We told we are people. highly organized. We told, we actually had to come back and re-record yeah. this, you guys. <laughs> we told people we would tell them what the new, or what the theme for Cyclifest 2K18 is going to be. Yep. And we actually uh, always have a theme just do, in case you. Do you remember, unclear. do you remember all of them? Uh, I think so. Uh, what was last year? Last year was uh, the Sig Lebowski. The they Sig Lebowski. Always, um, there always plays on wor- on your name. Yes. So and then the there was... One, I believe, was Dig the Sig. Dig the Sig. Uh, which you wanted to have a campaign platform, and instead we created a fan festival. Yes. Uh, getting Siggy with it. There was Go Sig or Go Home. Go Sig or Go Home was a good one. There was the Notorious SIG. That's my favorite one. The Notorious SIG. And, Those are great. Still uh, have that shirt. I love that shirt. And then there was the Sig Lebowski. Mm-hmm. And... Uh, and there are a million. And every year, like at dinner and lunches and stuff I like that, we, people talk about what they think the theme should be. But this year, this year, ma'am, we have gotten away from a plays off of this, the... So there was uh, also Agents of Sigler. Agents, Agents of Sigler. So we've done this once before. This year, the theme will be Sigler Danger Island. A playoff of... A play... Dangers! A playoff of Archer... Uh, Archer, Archer Danger Island, the final season of Archer. Which uh, begins actually this evening. This evening, as um, we're recording. But As we're recording, it'll come out tomorrow. If there was a holy book of Siglerism, it would basically be printouts of all of the Archer episodes. We're huge, huge fans of Archer. We're lucky enough to be pals with uh, Lucky, Lucky Yates, Yates. Yeah. and have met some of the Archer team, but that's neither here nor there. So this year, everything will be Archer themed. Yeah. So get all of your quips ready, people. Yes. All because we will be doing, fr- are we still doing that? We are doing that phrasing. Absolutely doing phrasing. Wait, I have something, I have something <laughs> for this. We're definitely doing that. I'm so excited. Yeah. I'm so excited. So this is part of the buffoonery and silliness that is Sigler Fest. Sigler, Danger Island, 
for SiglaFest 2K18. And get those Kriegers slash Woodhouse slash Lana slash yes. Pam costumes ready. If you ready. want to cosplay. And don't just, you can do the major characters if you want, but feel free to go deeper. Feel yeah. free to go deeper into the Archiverse. And if you've never watched Archer and you love my books, bros, sisses, trust me, go watch, go just slam all of Archer and be ready to come to SiglaFest. Archer knowledgeable. You will thank me later. Yeah, it's super fun. And okay. so that's, I think, that's now it. we, so we cut back in to do this and now we're just cutting back. I just, I'm just going to tack it on to the end. Sweet. So that's, sweet, that's sweet. what we're going to do. All right. All right. Well, I guess I have something for this. We'll talk to you all <laughs> real, real soon. soon. Hey there, this is Justin Bartha. I made a funny new podcast, King of the Egg Cream. It has the greatest cast in the history of podcasts with actors like Louis Black. I'm torn by my feelings for two women. Bobby Cannavale. You can eat it, or if someone hits you, you can put it on your cut. Melanie Linsky. I wonder what these marvelous things are that look just like boiled chicken feet. Jason Ritter. I can break things and pick locks and kill people. Michael Stuhlbarg. The whole point is to inspire people that they should make themselves better. Ari Grainer. No, don't whet its appetite. What are you, an idiot? Me, Justin Bartha. That's not just any egg cream, that's a Lemke's special. And all narrated by the hilarious Richard Kind. This is the story of Harry Dalowitz. And how he rose from nothing to become New York's King of the Egg Cream. So if you like funny true stories, come listen to King of the Egg Cream, available wherever you get your podcasts.